Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Masters of Nonsense. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. The Masters of Nonsense are here. They have come without any fear. They will spread their bullshit around. They were lost and now they're found. Well, I'm off. You know, I felt inspired by your 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 song, Matt, for the intro. That I'm off on this fabled journey now. Where are you going on this fabled journey? I'm going to a world-renowned international house that serves pancakes. Really? So IHOP? Yeah. Isn't that what, gonna, it stand, what it stands for? I'm going on a quest for my fair maiden. To get pancakes. Hey, she's pregnant, she's hungry, she wants pancakes. No, that's fine. What type of pancakes, though? A uh, large stack of buttermilk mm, pancakes. Right now. Can you pick us up some? Sure. Yeah, blueberry for me. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'll have chocolate chip. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you're getting into a plane right now. Yeah, seriously. How windy is it out? It's not. Apparently, these are really sensitive fucking mi- microphones. Just like the sensitive man on the uh, on the line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the best part is that when you talk, a giant wave of sound comes through <laughs> your picture. So you inspired us with this tale. Now, what was the inspiration? Why do you think we're now found? Well, the thing is, is that you know we're coming back in a big way, and on top of it, I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition, and that was the like at least the beat of the song, so I felt like we I should put some lyrics to it, and then, you know, I figured something about the Masters of Nonsense coming back in a big way. Not that we were really gone, but... Yeah, it was only a week ago that we were, you know, on the air. Well, yeah, but, you know, we didn't get a chance to really freaking, cut, like, say, like, we're back, you know, like, we're back in a big way. So, friends, regale me with these tales of video games as I embark on my journey. Well, I was thinking that uh, now you guys all saw the Fallout 4 trailer that came out a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, what do you guys think? I think that's three minutes of my life I'll never get back. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. That was now, I fine. I, I like the Roggy. Well, yeah. So just to give a quick recap, it's basically they're showing like a 1950s-esque future, kind of like a Tomorrowland from Disneyland that keeps intercutting with a post-apocalyptic wasteland with a little doggy that runs around and he's sniffing everything up. And you have no idea what's going on. And then it shows kind of like, you know, airships and like the futuristic airships and like monsters you have to fight. And I thought it looked really pretty. I heard it's going to be taking place in Boston. And uh, then at the end, you have a guy who looks like a 1950s Ken doll with, like, remember those Duracell battery commercials with the plastic hair? Like, he yeah. has that, and he, like, pets the dog, and he's like, good boy. And then that's the end of it. But I think it looks cool. I always wanted to play a Fallout game, so I'm kind of excited about it. See, what's funny to me is that, like, I thought that the world looked really cool and like, the graphics were really good, but then when you looked at the dog, he didn't fit in at all. Like, he, he just looked I like, like 
He no, like he looked like he was like a PlayStation Two dog. Well, yeah, he looked notice... like the, he looked like the dog from Haunting Ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, don't you notice like the animation too is a little stiff? Like everybody's running, kind of like that old running that you would see in like a PlayStation game. Like, it was very like erect, kind of like in um, the original Resident Evil game. Yeah, like, they all just like... walked like, right into the wall, but they keep walking like a little blockhead, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was strange, and then, like, the the main character just looked really strange as well, where it was, like, he just looked like he was coming out of a PS2 game as well. Yeah, and he looked like a PS2 game. I mean, I know it's supposed to be. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the, would you get hit by a car? I'm running, alongside a, I'm running alongside a bus. What are you, playing, like, Frogger? You're just going across the street? Well, apparently what? everyone... Apparently, there are many other people who seek these uh, international pancakes. Isn't it, like, right across the street from you, too? No, it's, like, five, six blocks away. Oh, wow. That's a real epic journey you've taken. Yeah, it's not right across the street, though. I mean, <laughs> as you can see, my journey's met with much peril. <laughs> well, enjoy that, but back to the game. Um, so the yeah, thing is I mean, that... well, could I, I'll, I'll share my reaction to it, where... As long as the uh, car's coming. Yeah, no, I look both ways. Um, I mean, I'm, I've played a little bit of Fallout 3 before. I'm not a huge, you know, I'm kind of middle ground when it comes to the series, so I think someone who really enjoys Fallout or enjoys those games might have been excited by the trailer. For me, it just was just, okay, here's a dog. <laughs> well, you, you didn't have the emotional attachments to the dog where it's like, oh, he's sniffing for his master and he's finding all the different places that he used to live. Oh, is that what it was trying to say? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Cause he's, it's uh, supposedly it's that the guy was a father and he was frozen in cryogenic sleep, and he wakes up and he's remembering like his family, like his wife and kid, and I think supposedly that he's looking for his kid. So I think Fallout Three it was the kid looking for the dad. So now it's the father looking for the son. So wait a minute, that dog was frozen too? Oh, I don't know if the dog was frozen. I think he was, was just it, like sniffing around. Was the dog a puppy in Fallout 3? I don't, I have no idea. But the thing I do like that they have the dog in there is because it's post-apocalyptic and it's kind of a, especially when he's walking on the road with the dog at the end, it reminds me of uh, the Road Warrior, Mad Max the Road Warrior, because he has a little doggy in that movie. And he's like walking around with the dog. So I think that's what they're trying to allude to since Fallout is definitely inspired by Mad Max, you know? Right. And then the other interesting thing is just keep in mind that Fallout 4 is a sequel to Fallout New Vegas, which would actually probably be 4 for some reason, is not. It's a so, side As they all love to do side bullshit. You know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, I thought that the... the uh, Tug on the hard strings was a nice little touch to the trailer. Um, it had the stereotypical and normal war never changes line that is in every fucking trailer for a video game, which I just don't understand why nobody can just come up with a new goddamn line to use. <laughs> I don't remember that line. Yeah, it's like the first line that the narrator says, and I'm like, come on. Like, just get over it. Wait, guys, I have a positive update for you. Are there pancakes involved in this update? No. Can, can you see what I see? What the hell? You I see can't. it off in the distance. It is the acclaimed International House of Pancakes. Wow. I am almost there. 
actually, you know what they say, one of the most important things about a journey is like the new information that you gain. Isn't it the, the journey's more important than the destination? I don't know. But what I've learned is that kids eat free after 4 p.m. daily, so I know where I'm bringing my son every day. <laughs> but wait, is it only the kids or do the parents get that too? It's only the kids. I mean, the problem is I'm blindly walking into the street with, like, you know, about eight lanes of traffic, so. I thought it was so interesting. I brought my cat, Aria, to look at the screen, but now she's biting me intensely, so I think I'm going to let her go. So, wait, I have a question. What does any of this have to do with Fallout? Well, he's on the well, road and stuff like that, you know. And well, I, I this guess. would be like, like, if I get hit by a car and killed on this way to get, you know, Tiffany pancakes, and then... Like my son and the and Dexter could come, you know, walk and find retrace my steps. They'll be sniffing the street and finding your blood on there. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, with the Fallout game now, like I said, I am excited about it. I think it's coming out in the fall, right? Fallout. Yeah, the Fallout is coming in the fall. So Please don't tell me they said that. No, no, no one said that. That's just something we okay. said. Because this is why we have no view listeners, by the way. Matt, I have a question for you. Did you play the other Fallout games or I any did. of them? I wanted to, though. I really wanted to play Fallout 3. Did you play now 3, right, Rob? I played some of 3. I what got... Like, what's your... I like that. I, I think it's always... Those types of games annoy me because they're um, they're made to be first person, but then you can switch to third person, but they move all weird. Yeah, it sucks. Like, Skyrim was the same way. That's why I couldn't get into Skyrim, because I put it in third person, and it was just very blocky. You know, you yeah. just walked around like, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, that's, that's what frustrated me. So I, I played a bit of it, and I got frustrated with just the aesthetics of it, just because of the fact that it it moved around so weird. Um, it's a I'm cool guessing, idea. Yeah, I'm guessing this one's going to have a much better third person, because I, I bet people have given them shit for years on this. Yeah, so, I hope so. Yeah. But, but, like, were you excited about this game prior to seeing the uh, trailer that came out? Not really, because the thing is, I wanted to get a futuristic game, because all the games I have for PlayStation 4 right now are all sword fighting games. Like, I have Dragon Age, Shadow of Mordor, um, The Witcher 3. And while I love all those games, I want to have, like, a shooting game, finally, mm -hmm. to see on, like, the next-gen system. And the only one that's coming up is Metal Gear and Mad Max. Now, I don't know if Mad Max is going to be good or bad. I'm looking forward to it. But, uh, so this one, hopefully, is uh, an awesome game, and I could just, like, you know, shoot mutants on uh, the highways. And also, Rob, do you think that that voice at the end was Troy Baker? Because people think that it's going to be Troy Baker, uh, the famous, uh, the famous uh, voice, actor. voice actor. Yeah. It, well, it was either him or Nolan North, because I don't know who else is in video games. <laughs> what so. if Nolan North was the dog? So would, neither one of them are in the game. No, they don't. We don't know yet. They didn't release it. But uh, there, there's a main character that has a voice, so that means that it's probably going to be Troy Baker or Nolan North. Dude, I really think that they should have the mutant dog talk, and it's it's Nolan North, and he makes like wisecracks. I want to know why there's those weird like bugs and animals all around that, you know, in the trailer. Like you see some weird crab-looking thing that's running around, and then there's like zombies. But then there's no mutant dog. Like the dog looks like normal. Maybe he was cryogenically frozen. That's why they put a little implant in his head, and he has like a voice, but he's not doesn't have like five legs. Now imagine if the dog is actually the main character, and that's the big swerve for the game. 
oh, what is this, like a Metal Gear Solid 2 that you don't play as the main character that you think it's the side one. But this would be cool because it would be a freaking dog the whole time. You have to press things with your nose and your paw. Yeah, and then he's got like a rocket launcher strapped to his back. <laughs> Wait, the dog shoots? I don't know, I, maybe. In our version of Fallout, yes. And he also has like radioactive piss, so he can like piss on something, and it like bounces oh, right through. Now I want this game. <laughs> I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense after a freaking nuke bomb goes off, and now there's dogs running around. They should be like fucking monsters. <laughs> well, like I said, it, it just it might be a pre-monster, like a pre-apocalyptic dog. So I wonder if he can he can, like fetch stuff for you. So can you like throw a grenade, and he like goes to fetch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, but... You just leave the pin on. It's fine. <laughs> he won't break through it, so we got nothing to worry about, you know? Right. So, now, yeah, I, I thought the trailer looked cool. Um, it's definitely not a game that I would want to get right when it comes out. Yeah, um, I would probably wait, too. Yeah, and I, I think partial reason... Well, I don't even know when it's coming out. I mean, we'll find out, you know, in a couple of days at E3. Oh, E3 is next week, right? Yeah, so we'll find we'll probably find out release date then. But um, to me, it's not something that I would get right away. I, it's something that I can definitely hold off and see what they do, see what reviews say, see if they fix the fucking third person. But then at this, <laughs> at the same time, it's just like at this point, there's so many open world games that I just want something that's close and easy that you I know, know that was... I have to go. And yeah. That's it. That was going to be my next point, is that with all these games, now you got The Witcher 3, Dragon Age, Metal Gear, Mad Max, you know, Fallout, all, Grand Theft Auto, they're all open worlds. Is it time to, like, is it getting a little too much? Because, I mean, we're spending fucking hundreds of hours on these games. And don't get me wrong, I like them, but come on, after a while, sometimes I just want something like an Uncharted, you know? I want you know, something with a tight story that it doesn't make me feel like how I feel in the normal world, where like the world is way too big to begin with. <laughs> and you're so you're way too small. I do have one quick announcement though. So, hear ye, hear ye. The pancakes have been conquered. You got them. They are in my hand. Well, conquered. Did you eat them or do you just have them? I just have them. I'm like I slayed the beast, and now I'm bringing the the spoils of victory to my wife. Wait, did you, like, attack the people that work there? It was a fucking zoo in here, because apparently a lot of people had the same idea. That's oh, yeah. like somebody I... just fell off a cliff? Yeah. Now there's a young child on a bike who's going, like, a mock speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's reminding me of a very Mad Max-type world. Alright, like I, I doubt it's that, you know, it's that bad in that area. No, no, I was just hoping he had, like, a souped-up bike with, like, guys, like, playing drums at the back of it. Now, you're going to look at your map and see little exclamation points, and you're going to see what you <laughs> around the block. So if, like, the kid needs help, you go over, it cuts to a cutscene, he's like, I need help, in, like, a very weird polygonal way. Well, you know, actually, you, you mentioned, it, like, I feel this kind of represents what these games are like. Like, what I actually want to do is, you know, pursue new knowledge or, like, slay a beast, and instead I'm just walking from my house to IHOP. And doing fetch quests. You're actually yeah, doing this, the fetch quests. This is, this is a fucking <laughs> bullshit side mission, and all this is going to give me is, like, plus three affection for my wife. It's just going to give you a hug and a kiss, and that's it. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, then I can, you know, now I've been delayed for 20 minutes, and then I could go to my main mission. Yeah, which is think... recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the it's... funny thing is it's going to be another fetch quest after, because you don't have syrup. 
So then you're going to have to go <laughs> down the block to the supermarket, which is going to have like 10 other fetch quests you have to do. Yeah, and then I'm going to go home and have to clean up the piss from the dog because I didn't walk him before I left. So. Is it radioactive piss, too? <laughs> it goes right through the floor into the basement. <laughs> I just fall through. Is he going to look at the crib of the kid and, like, remember, <laughs> even though there's nothing just, like, a week ago when it was empty? <laughs> oh, jeez. Why is right everyone... There? Yeah, I don't know why this... I mean, it makes sense. I guess it's Sunday morning, but, jeez, everyone really wants these pancakes. <laughs> what, are they attacking you for pancakes? Yeah, it's not Sunday morning anymore, either. That's true. I don't even know what day or time it is anymore. Yeah, do I. <laughs> me I think it's like a fucking Tuesday. I think that's actually I think that's what stresses me out the most about Witcher Three, the little that I played of it. <laughs> is that it tells you like the time of day and everything and it just gets me really on edge. Yeah, but that's why you should meditate for and like you can meditate in the game and then it like re- um it replenishes your life and he, he looks all calm, you know. You know what I've been doing is that um, I'll go into a town and then like I try to go to a store to buy something, mm-hmm. and the store is closed. So I just break into the house and meditate right next to their bed. Wait, is this real life or is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's great because like you just see he like sits down with his legs crossed, and then like he you know like comes back from meditation, wakes up. And then you see him just standing up really weird. And then the guy is, like, staring at me, like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? And he's, like, all tired and groggy. <laughs> I sometimes do it when my life is low. All of a sudden I see a monster come, so I just start meditating. And then it comes back like the monster never moved. <laughs> but it's, like, it's, just patiently it looks like waited it's the next for you. Day. What's that? What, he just patiently waits for you to stop meditating? <laughs> Basically, I guess my aura of meditation calms everything around. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm almost done with uh, Dragon Age, and then I got to hit, because I've been about, about like 10, 15 hours into The Witcher, and I love that game, but I want to beat Dragon Age first, and I've been building up my whole army, and I've been getting like really obsessed and telling Rob every single day about it. Dragon Age was a really good game. I liked it a lot. Um, and then it's almost like as soon as I finish that game now... The Witcher is out, which I'm enjoying a lot, but I'm like, okay, I feel like I did some of this already. Yeah. And then I, I didn't even realize that Mad Max was a game. Yeah, the, the gameplay looks cool, but again, it's an open world because you're um, using a car. And you that, one comes out car. Later in, that one comes out later in the fall, right? It comes out September 4th, four days after Metal Gear. So, I mean, it, Rob and I, I think we can conclude that Metal Gear is coming before Mad Max, you know? Yeah, there's no way I would get Mad Max before Metal Gear. Yeah, totally. I would definitely get I would definitely get Mad Max first. Oh, you're a fucking moron! No, but, but the thing is, think about it. And Mike should listen to this too. Okay, we have Fallout. We have a dog. Remember what's in Metal Gear Solid? We get a dog with an eye patch. So we the main character has an eye patch, and the dog has an eye patch. So we have an entire like library of games full of animals. Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, I live my life with a dog. Like, I don't now want to have to take care of a dog in a video game. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, clean up after him. You just have to send him on missions, and he's got a fucking eye patch, dude. So what is that going to do? Now he's, like, you know, half a useless dog? No, he's a cool-ass dog. Didn't you see the trailer with them? And it's funny because they turn when they're on the helicopter in slow-mo, and Snake looks to the camera, and the dog looks to the camera all serious with the eye patch. <laughs> the dog but gets I feel it. Like 
I feel like these guys are all sitting around the same room and they're like, all right, let's put dogs in our games. Like, yeah, what the hell is the point? Yeah, but because you could do things with the animals, though. The best. Yeah, is, of course. Well, I want to see this in execution, though. The best, Rob. Did you see how you get the dog in Metal Gear from the the gameplay trailer? Don't it's you like see like the little cub. Yeah, you see the little cub, and it'll follow you. And you don't have to, like, you can, like, give it food to get it away from you, but it'll still follow you. And then you put him on the Fulton Recovery, which is that parachute thing. Yeah. And it just shoots the dog in the air, and you hear, like that. And you get back to base, and he's there for you. I'm I'm going to Fulton Recovery everything that I find in that game. Like, I want my base to be full of, like, random shit that you have no idea why it's in there. Like, there's a horse up there, there's sheep. It's There's so like great. Bunker. I wonder, like, how, like, what's the weight limit for the thing, too? So, like, what are they not going to let you take, you know? Right. Because remember, there was, like, those big crates that it was taking, so I'm like, all right, it'll take anything, you know? Yeah. I wonder if you oh. could Fulton yourself. Hmm. Hmm. But, yeah, so, I mean, we're looking forward to these games, and on top of it, we're getting animals, so. Mike, you should I'm be all... happy. Since you have I'm, also... I'm happy to report that the dog did not pee everywhere, so... Well, that's good. See? You don't always have to clean up after a dog in games or in real life. So this was a good side mission that I just did then. I wonder if it's going to turn into um, what is it, the last... Uh, not the last, the Wolf Among Us, when uh, you get mad at the dog, and all of a sudden you're going to see Dexter is going to remember that in the corner of the screen. Actually, that's one of the things I think we should uh, discuss a little bit about for our viewers that we would like to do as content. We'd like to make uh, short videos of like playing on video games, and I think one would be great would be the Wolf Among Us, but call it the Woofy Among Us for Dexter. Yeah, but would you be doing a little Big B strip tease? Yeah, I'll definitely do that, man. And then you guys have to just act completely nonchalant in front of me. Oh, we got Red Dead Redemption had the dog, even though that was a glitch, the floating dog with the gun. So Yeah, we, we talked about all these things before. Yeah. No, no, but the thing is, what I'm saying is with that one in particular, we could pick Dexter up and make him float around the room. What do you think? I was thinking of doing a Fulton recovery on the dog. So we need a parachute, Yeah. That, and we need to launch it in the air. And where is he going to land? I don't know. I always wondered that, too. We could do it with my Which, cat, even though uh, my roommate would probably never want the cat to come back. Well, I would say we could do it with my cats, but that's a lot of Fulton recoveries. <laughs> Those are a lot of mini parachutes. <laughs> you see them go... Yeah, they, with my luck, they just end up back in my house. <laughs> so yeah, we could do that as a video of all uh, of shooting off animals. Into the air, not to die or anything, just to, you know, safely land in, like, the park or something. And then we'll have, like, a little base, too. We make There's it at, like, playground. Was that? There's a little playground for them. Yeah, and we'll have, like, it will be called Outer Heaven or Outer Haven on the thing. It's yeah. called Outer Heaven now, right? In the, in the I, I think so. I, I feel like they switched it in the, the games. We can make Mike be a uh, big boss because he has, like, he has the beard, so he can put the eye patch on. You could be uh, Kaz, uh, Rob, because you can put the sunglasses on. Yeah. Who would I be? I guess Ocelot. Yeah, that would be cool, because I'm the gunslinger guy. I'm tired of yeah. being typecast as the guy with facial hair, because it's Papa Caesar, it's uh, Big <laughs> Boss. <laughs> because you kind of look like them. Papa, C- You are definitely Papa Caesar from the House of the Dead games. 
that's something we should definitely reenact too. Is the Papa Caesar's uh, House of Pain or whatever it was? We should just reenact that entire game. Oh my god, that would be great. That game was amazing. That was hilarious. Oh, there he is. He's back. Whoa. Can we see Whoa. the pancakes? They're being consumed. They are being consumed? Yeah. Now, is that going to give, like, plus uh, XP or whatever? I think I gained 10 XP, and that's for knowledge that they give kids eat free after 4 o'clock. So, according to all these RPGs now, it will take you at least four to five years to finally <laughs> gain to the next level. So, right. it takes forever to, like, level up in any game nowadays. Right. Yeah, so this is like I'd still be stuck at the Griffin. <laughs> which I am still stuck at in Witcher 3, by the way. Yeah, where you get killed by everything that comes near you if you play it on normal. So I think that the original point of this entire conversation was the fact that all these games are open world and it's a pain in the ass because we don't have time for that shit. It's a pain in the ass and... Oh. No, the level of anxiety it gives me to know that it's just there's so much to do. When I was younger, I thought that was the coolest thing on the planet that mm -hmm. you could, you know, explore other things, get more info about the story, level up your character. I thought it was a great thing. Like to have a short game, I thought it was a cop out and a shitty thing. But now, like I prefer to have an eight or ten hour game that's just like a tight story. Well, now we have no time. That's the problem. See, back then we had time to play. And the thing is that I always wanted like medieval fantasy games, like the games we're getting now. But now I have no time to play them, so it stinks. Now they've done so many medieval fantasy. I wish they would do something different. Like Bioware did a game years ago called Jade Empire, and it was like Asian fantasy. It was awesome, but I mean, it's an old game, and it's a much. It is a lot of fetch quests. So it's a little annoying, and the guy didn't talk either. So people would talk to you, but then all of a sudden you just have like a little like you know a couple of lines that you have to pick from, and he wouldn't say it, and then the person would respond to you. So I would definitely love to see like a Mass Effect or a Dragon Age type game with like Jade Empire two, you know, which they'll never do. Did they did they make a sequel to that? No, they never made a sequel. And it was awesome. I mean, I think like IGN gave it a 9.8 and stuff. It was a huge game on the Xbox, but just never, I guess it never caught on enough to make a sequel, you know? You know what it is? All these things that give me anxiety, and I wish there was like a term to describe how I felt right now. <laughs> well, I see you, you changed your little nameplate to our uh, previous... Yeah, no, it's just the, it's just kind of the way I feel right now when I think about these things. So. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's actually yes, overworked gamer is a a very uh, spot on analysis of that. Yeah, because we have too much shit to do, not enough time, and these games are huge, and then we feel like you know we either don't want to finish the game because it's too long, or we feel so overwhelmed that we just never actually do anything with it. But do you feel like it also gives you like an existential crisis because there's so many little things to do and you just want to get to the exciting parts of life? So maybe it's like a commentary on life? I mean, if that's what they're getting, getting it's kind of brilliant. It's, bravo, my friend. Bravo. That's enough bullshit for today. If you want to hear more nonsense, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense and on Twitter at Nonsense Masters. Gentlemen, it's been real. It's been good. But it wasn't real good.